Life Audio. The Ryan Reese Show from Southern California. This is The Ryan Reese Show. Post your questions using at Ryan Reese on his Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. Are you ready? Believe it or not, I actually had my friend in studio a couple weeks ago. Some friend I grew up with. And literally, right when it was go time, it started. I forgot his name. <laughs> Are you serious? I literally was oh like. Oh, my God. And I didn't know what to do. And the more I tried thinking <gasps> about his name, so the farther it went. This is like one of my friends. And literally, I put my head down on the stage, on, oh on the table. Gosh. And literally, I think he realized <laughs> what was going on. No. And he's like. And I had Eric oh from so and so. That's so funny. Were you really nervous? I was no, I wasn't. <laughs> I was not nervous at all. But oh it just goodness. like I just had that like uh, that like brain blank. Yeah, yeah. totally. That's well, funny. you guys, I have a very special guest. Uh, one of my friends I met. I don't know when did I meet you? Met you like three weeks ago. Like it was like three <laughs> weeks ago. But we. we but <laughs> it feels like a lot longer. It does. You're it such does. An amazing person. I got a phone call from uh, one of my friends, um, uh, Will, Will, and he used to be the tour mm-hmm. manager for Papa Roach. And yeah. I met him backstage in, in L.A. one night at a Pop Roach concert. And he's so like, cool. yeah, man, I'm I'm bandaging this band called Fifth Harmony. And I'm like, Fifth who? Who's that? Like, what is that? Is that like a metal band, rock yeah. band? He's like, no, man, it's, it's like a pop band. I'm like, pop band? So anyway, you know, he uh, invited me to come out and hang out with you guys. You actually, I think it was kind of like a group effort. You guys invited yes, me to come out and hang out. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. That was so amazing. And I went on tour with you guys. Yeah. And You did. For How, a couple did days. you like it? It's interesting, right? I left rock and went to pop. <laughs> With five girls. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. So I, well, what happened is I called my, I, I got the text. So I told my wife, I said, wife, you know, I can't just go on a road with a bunch of girls on tour. Yeah, it was very respectful. Yeah. So I said, very- hey, um, Crystal, you know, I got invited out by Allie Brooke from Fifth Harmony <laughs> with, uh, with, you know, with Will. And they want me to come out and just, just came out, come out and be on tour and pray with them and just chill and do yes. that's what i do anyway with bands oh my gosh and we, she's we like that to... sounds like an awesome opportunity i was like really it's like an all-girl band <laughs> and i said yeah she's like yeah it's an awesome opportunity so i go yeah i'll be staying on the bus with the manager and you know um, a couple of the other people um there but um i went we hit it off and it was really awesome to meet all you guys and i found you too out that you love jesus i love him He's Very amazing. much. Yes, absolutely. I mean, thank you for coming out. I mean, you really helped us out and, you know, you helped me out. And it was amazing because within the first like five minutes of talking to you, you know, Will had told us about you and I had heard about you too because my, um, my parents actually, they used to live in California with my brother before I was born. And, um, they would listen to your dad on the radio, Ral. And I told him, I was like, mom and dad, um, uh, Ral Reese's son is coming out, Ryan. And he has this amazing movement called Whosoever's. And, and, um, I'm just so excited to have him there to have some great energy and, you know, prayers and everything. Mm-hmm. And they were so excited. So it's cool because I kind of knew you before. And, um, like I was saying, Within five minutes of talking to you, I felt like I knew you for like my whole life. I love when that happens. <laughs> that that's happened with me with a few different people too, and it's like instantly you just you just hit it off. Yeah, it was so awesome. So it, it was cool to see again. your dad too, because he was like, yeah. "Man, I used to listen to your dad on the radio." I know. And your dad, you're Mexican too. My dad's Mexican, yeah. so like it's like that instant connection. Totally. Too. <laughs> my dad's so funny. He's cute. He he's a lot of fun. I'm really happy he was there on the road with. Dude, he was us. getting mobbed. 
Oh my god! Because you post them on you social are, media. Yeah, because you know all the parents have social media because they're you know really proud of us and, and their daughters, of course. Um, and it's funny because our fans they obviously love us so much and they literally know like everything about us. Yeah. They know things before we know them, <laughs> which is really funny. Um, but they really love you know whoever we love and of course our parents. And so it's funny whenever our parents go to shows. Um, when my dad loves the fans because yeah. you know for him he wants to tell every single fan like thank you so much for supporting my daughter and the girls you know this means so much to me and he wants to thank them um so he kind of like makes friends with them but it's funny because he he usually gets um mobbed and i always laugh when someone tells me that i'm like oh my gosh dad look at you <laughs> i was i went okay during those concerts, I would go out to the front of the house to watch you guys. And I cruise around the corner, and your dad, I, I see like a, a, a crowd of people, and I'm like, what's going on over there? I look in, oh your dad's in the goodness. middle, everyone's taking pictures with him, hanging out. I'm like, this guy. Oh my gosh, my dad, he's so Epic. funny. love it. He has a good time with the fans, and it's so funny. He's so um, cool. It's really amazing for me as a daughter to see my dad, especially when we have when we're performing, he's right there in the front row or mm -hmm. wherever he's sitting. And he's just there like having a good time dancing, you know, make, making sure the fans are having a good time. It's really, really sweet. It was a cool little vibe when I went on the tour with you guys because they had uh, you had all your parents there. Like mm -hmm. we were on the bus with like Will, you, your dad and then um, Laura Lauren and Armani. Her, Lauren, her mom and Armani and their moms. Yeah, the yeah. So it was like this whole like family wow. deal, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's so nice because in um, previous tours, we well, we would actually just have one bus. So imagine all that um, in, in one bus, you know, all five girls. And then we'd actually have usually just one bunk to rotate between all of us. So we would usually sometimes it would get. It would get serious. We'd have to pick out of a hat. Like, no, I want this week. No, I want this week for my parent or my parent. Um, but now we have two buses. Thank mm -hmm. you so much, God. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> and we're able to have um, an empty bunk for each of us. So we get to have whoever we want, you know, Dude, our friends, amazing. our parents, which is really incredible. I mean, especially at this time right now, you know, it's summertime um, and, you know, we want our loved ones to be there as much as possible. And it's a great, it's a great support. A really quick side note is how many bunks are in that bus? Is it, is it nine or is it? Uh, right now, I think it's 12. Is it, it's 12. Wait, I think, yeah. I think, I think it's 12. Yeah. Yeah. It's, Wait. it's a, it's a party bus. I mean, it's like you're living, you're, when you're in those yeah, things, it's nice, you know. <laughs> it's so nice. Yeah. Right. It is. Um, and the beds are really comfy. I like it. Sometimes um, it can be rocky, but. Like they put it. me on the top bunk when I was in there. Oh, I was scared to top. fall out. It was like a I triple know. decker. I would be scared too. I don't know if I've ever had the top before, but I wouldn't like it too because I'm short. So I'd have to. <laughs> so I'd have to really um, work hard to just get just to get to my bed. How tall are you? I'm five feet. Okay, yeah. I'm getting really out of that bed. Uh, I mean, I'm five <laughs> eight barely, and uh, yeah. it was a little sketchy getting out in the morning or in the middle hard, of the night. Right? Yes, because it's it's <laughs> pitch black, and you know you you can't obviously can't see anything, so you're just like holding on to everything, and you're praying that you're gonna be okay from the top bunk. I'm sure. <laughs> Leap of faith. Yes. Well, you got an incredible story. That's why I wanted you here, and this is um 
we're going to go a little bit deeper into your life than you normally get to share. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm excited. It all started, though, like when you were born because yes. it was radical. Tell us about totally. that. Totally. Well, I was actually born um, premature. I was a premature baby, and I weighed one pound, 14 ounces. And I was supposed to be born in October, but I was born in July. So I was very, very um, small. And How many I just- weeks? 20? I think 26 you can't come out any earlier and live. Yeah. 26. So if you come out at 25, you, the baby dies. I know. So you came out right mm-hmm. on the money when, you know, and what are the complications with that? Oh, my gosh. Well, there's there's a lot. Like the doctors, well, what was crazy was um, when I was born, mm-hmm. the doctors came out and they told my parents two things. They said she has two things going for her. You know, two things that are really positive. One, she's a girl, and girls usually do better than boys. Mm -hmm. And two, she came out screaming, which was unbelievable because her lungs should not have been developed. You know, she's premature. She's not developed all the way. And um, my parents like to joke that uh, I came out singing. So that's a miracle that you're even screaming. Yeah, absolutely. And um, they were just, the doctors were amazed, and my parents were amazed. And they had told my parents, they said, you know, she's doing well right now but um you know in the future growing up she's gonna have vision problems and hearing problems and you know certain complications but thank god like i really am okay i am healthy for the most part and it's seriously because of god i mean he totally just was watching over me and protecting me and what was even more amazing was of course my parents were were scared you know they didn't know what was gonna happen heck yeah but at the same time god really gave them peace like i was on the phone with my mom the other day because I was going through pictures, you know, some of my baby mm-hmm. pictures. I was so tiny. Like, my, my dad could fit me in the palm of his hand. That's how small I was. And my mom, um, she told me, she was like, you know, God really did give me peace about you. And I was just like, wow, that's so, so incredible. You know, I can't imagine as a parent going through that and to have have that feeling of, of it's going to be okay is something that's miraculous. I, I could relate. Um, you know, obviously our kids came out like three, four, yeah. and five, but we were terrified. We were we were scared. Even them coming out that late, mm-hmm. the fact that you came out at twenty six weeks that is probably the gnarliest thing mm-hmm. you could ever go through. Absolutely, it's it's so scary because you don't know what's going to happen. You know, and the doctors, you know, when they tell you something like that. You know, that, oh, she's going to have complications or whatever. Um, it is so difficult as a parent to hear. You know, you don't want your child to ever go through that. Very so scary. I'm, I'm ve- I feel very, very blessed to be literally here in this moment. And and God had a plan for you from the very beginning. The yes. plan that he has for us is, is, is to prosper us. Mm, and, amen. You know. One of my favorite verses for and, sure. And here, uh, do you quote it. Um, for I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and to give you hope in the future. Boom. See, I, I couldn't quote it. I forgot it. I, <laughs> <It's okay. laughs> so thank you for being here. <laughs> but that's that's it on the money. Um, God has a plan for you. He created yes. you as a, you know, I love that verse. He says he created you as a masterpiece. Masterpiece. Oh, beautiful. And here he is. God brings you out with all the odds against you at 26 mm. weeks. A million complications that can go wrong. And oh now gosh. here you are singing in one of the, one of the biggest bands out yeah. right now. Pop bands. It's really <laughs> incredible. And it gets me like emotional because everything that you just said right now is something that's crazy and and it's so sad because some kids don't have that opportunity and some kids don't survive and it just breaks my heart and that's why 
I'm here for for those who who didn't survive and and um, for those who did too. You know, to to give them hope and and to give those families hope. You know, I I do it for them. And um, like I said, I just I'm filled with gratitude. It's awesome. God, mm-hmm. God definitely has this this whole thing planned out. Yes. So tell us a little bit about your childhood growing up. I know that you know you you went through even more hardships with your mom, was, yes. you know, and some other stuff. Definitely. Um, well, I grew up in Texas, San Antonio, Texas. Tex-Mex. I love it. Yes, the Tex-Mex. <sighs> oh my gosh. I mean, I'm not. I'm not kidding. I really go through withdrawals from the Tex-Mex because it is so good. You can't get it anywhere else. And um, oh. Like right now, I'm just thinking about it. My mouth is watering. (laughs) Um, But I grew up in San Antonio um, with my family. You know, most of my family was there. So um, every weekend and, you know, every holiday, we'd spend the time with my family and have cookouts and barbecues and and stuff like that. So I'm very family oriented. And um, I grew up, I went to a private school from first to fifth grade. Mm -hmm. And I started singing when I was nine years old. One of my first um, memories, I guess, singing was... I think it was in third grade. It was in chapel. And, oh, my gosh, I was really um, loud. I remember that. I was, like, really right up on the mic. It was so funny. And then um, my teacher, uh, yeah, in third grade, her name was Mrs. Merrill. She told my parents, she's like, wow, you know, your daughter can really sing. And they were like, oh, well, you know, thank you so much. You know, we appreciate that. And that's really sweet. And you don't um, really know what that is. Exactly. Yeah, you don't, you don't really know my parents. You know, they didn't know what I wanted to do at yeah. that age. Um, but I, when I was nine years old, I started performing around San Antonio. But before that, oh my gosh, actually one of my earliest memories of performing or singing was when I was like, ooh, probably like seven or six years old. I sang, I think it was This Little Light of Mine at church. And at the time, the church that we went to was a movie theater. <laughs> which is funny. It was really cute. And um, they asked me to sing, and I ended up crying while I was singing. I literally was like, this little light of mine. Oh, it was so... It was, I was so just nervous and scared and shy. Um, so that was funny. But um, when I was nine years old, I really... Um, I did start performing around my city, and I fell in love with it, and that's what I knew what I wanted to do. Um, so that was really fun. And then from 6 to 12, I was homeschooled. And um, got into music. But growing up, I um, I grew up with my mom having... Why, why were you homeschooled? Uh, I was homeschooled because I was doing music at the time. To pursue, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when I was 12, I got um, a music production deal mm-hmm. in California. And um, my parents and I, you know, decided to kind of... Um, reside for a little bit in california i mean we just focus on 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 the whole yeah absolutely and um yeah we just we were back and forth from san antonio to la and um i was there and i went on some auditions for um tv and movie or sorry tv and film and then i was recording my own music at 12 (laughs) and it was really it was really cool because that gave me so much experience you know in the studio and yeah I gained so much knowledge about the industry, even at that young age and how everything worked. And, you know, I kind of, I learned a lot about just like the business side, which was really amazing because I would need that in the future, obviously. Absolutely. Um, but throughout all this, um, I grew up with my mom and she had um, severe scoliosis and flat back syndrome. When I was in the fifth grade, I believe, um, we got into a car accident. 
And my mom was born with scoliosis, um, but we got into a car accident and um, the car was completely totaled. But seriously, thank God, because um, what was really amazing is the car itself, like, knew to call 911, which is really, Whoa. like, incredible. And then um, I remember, I still remember to this day, um, the airbag went off, like, in front of my mom. And I was in the back seat. I was reading a book. And um, I was just really, really scared. And I just heard screeching. And I can still, like, smell the smoke um, right now. And it was just incredibly terrifying. But what was incredible was that we walked out of the car, the car, like, scar-free, you know, at at the time. But I think what happened was there was so much impact mm-hmm. that the whiplash affected my mom and her back. Oh, yeah. And um, from then on, her back definitely just started deteriorating, like, more and more over time. Right. And to the point where, you know, she literally just could not physically stand up straight. She would just be bent over. You know, that's how she oh, would kind gosh. of live her life and, you know go to the grocery store like that and and fold laundry like that and and, um it was just so hard to see pain you know it was so it was she was in so much pain Pain. every day and i'm like getting emotional thinking about it um it's it was so difficult like growing up with that and i took care of my mom um from a young age and i took a lot of pride in that um going to the grocery store with her and um just helping out with the groceries because I knew um, how much she was hurting and um, how much she was suffering and it would just pain me every day. And I would I would take pride knowing that I could take care of my mom, you know, and we'd make like an adventure of um, going to H-E-B, which is our local grocery store and going to Costco. Um, and even though even though she was in this tremendous pain, she would somehow still done everything she wanted to accomplish like the laundry and she would cook for us and i just remember her being like bent over and and you know she couldn't go to the mall for more than like an hour and it wasn't even for herself it was for me to help me with my clothes when i was you know trying to perform you know around town or whatever and she's just so incredible and so strong and um I just remember that being so difficult for a family. You know, we could, it was hard to do just normal activities, you know, even just going to dinner. And she couldn't go to church for the longest time because um, early in the mornings it would really affect her. You know, she could not get up. Her body would have to adjust to the time, you know. And um, so that was so difficult. But um, last year, literally, um, tomorrow's anniversary? Yeah. On the 10th? and on September 10th of last year, she got um, a back surgery that completely changed her life. And I'm just so incredibly grateful because I know what it was like to grow up with that. Growing up, seeing your mom in pain every single day. And um, yeah. I'm so thankful to her doctor, Dr. Zachary Child, because he changed her life. I mean, years and years of researching doctors. Um, researching different physicians and surgeons um, finally led to the moment where she felt comfortable and my dad felt comfortable with this doctor. Because it's a big... To do a back surgery, it's a big deal. You don't just go to any... Oh, yeah, absolutely. It is... Your back, your body in general is so sensitive, Mm. you know, and and you have to be extremely careful with your back, especially when you're doing surgery because, gosh, I mean, in any surgery, you could not come out of it yeah um or or exactly or you can come out with 
paralysis. Um, and I remember, you know, the moments leading up to her surgery, of course, we were so nervous. And my mom was incredibly nervous, but then she felt peace. And that's the moment where I kind of, I was so nervous. Like, I was still very, very nervous but and scared. But, you know, I'm like, okay, if mom feels good about it, then you know what, I'm I'm going to feel good about it, you know, because we're all scared. We don't know what the outcome is, you know, mm-hmm. but we faced it over and over again. And we were just like, you know what, we're going to take the chance. You know, my mom's like, I'm going to take this chance. I can't, I can't live like this anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And um, we were just so happy and excited about her surgery. And we were just, you know, we had so many people praying for us and we prayed so much. And, you know, my mom... My mom deserved to live her life. And um, finally she went into the surgery. And I remember that day and I was really nervous. and I could hardly sleep. And um, But then she did it and she went in there. And the thing before she told me or some, something that she told me beforehand was that like, it's okay. Like, I have peace. Don't worry, mama. And um, then they let her go. And um, after hours and hours um she came out and they said it was successful and that was a moment that changed my entire life um because now you know after recovering for a few months now she can walk and she can walk straight and she can walk for hours and she can go walk my dog and she can go enjoy you know going to the mall or going to lunch with her friends or going to dinner and cooking and baking again and so many things and i am so so grateful to the doctor. I'm going to give him another shout out. Zachary Child in San Antonio. Dude, that's amazing. For changing my mom's life. And of course, I'm thankful to God. You know, there was a song that played. I think it was um, it was uh, Chris Tomlin, Love Ran Red. I think that's a song that was playing during um, her surgery. Thank you so much. Or, yeah, during the time. And that was a song that really, like touched me mm-hmm. you know but i'm just so grateful because she can live life again and i'm just i do not have any like words <laughs> to describe how happy we that's, are that's amazing i love it when god shows up you know when you were saying that she had that peace mm-hmm. we know that when we pray to, mm-hmm. to god and this is for the listeners that are maybe watching the, the youtube video or listening on the air when you pray you. jesus says he'll give you the holy spirit and the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. is the Paracletus. It's it's mm-hmm. it's represented as the dove in the Bible and in, in the beginning of the mm-hmm. Gospels. It's peace. Yes. He gives us that peace when we feel when we're in these hardships mm-hmm. and we're going through these life struggles because life's full of crazy mm-hmm. stuff. Oh as gosh, the longer yes. you live, the more crazier stuff you go through. <laughs> but the more you pray and you have a relationship with Jesus Christ, He sends His Holy Spirit as the Comforter, and you could be going into a back surgery, mm. or you could be going into mm. a, a job interview, or you could yes. be going through hell with your wife or your husband, and it looks mm. like you're going to get divorced. Whatever mm. it is, you pray to God; He'll yes. give you the peace, and He'll get you through that. And not only that, He'll Amen. give you that dynamite power of the Holy Spirit, mm. which is the strength. If you've just tuned in, you're listening mm-hmm. live with Ryan Reese. I have Allie Brooke from uh, one of the singers from Fifth Harmony, and um, we're just talking about her growing up, um, coming out one ounce in a couple ounces, one pound fourteen ounces, one pound fourteen ounces, which is any like earlier it. than that she would not been able to live and then she mm-hmm. finds music and now her first song she <laughs> sings is "I'm gonna let my light shine." My little light shine. What's so funny is that's what you're doing right now. Yeah. That little that song that you sang, that's Aww. what you're doing right now in this world. You're letting your light shine 
in this dark mm-hmm. world. That's the theme mm-hmm. of this whole <laughs> this whole radio interview and, and, and yes. her wife and her mom going through hardships. But God mm-hmm. being faithful, yes. showing up and um, leading her to the right doctor and getting that surgery. And now her, yes. her mom's living out this amazing life. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. Truly, it's indescribable. And um, I just think back, you know, I just had these thoughts of when we would just tirelessly, my mom would tirelessly look for doctors and doctors and so many interviews. I mean, just relentlessly. And it would be so discouraging when, um, you know, we would kind of come to a conclusion of, you know, He's not the right one or she's not the right one or whatever. Yeah. And it was so, it was just so hard and so discouraging, but God finally led us to the right one and um, we needed to be patient. You know, we, that's something you don't rush into and he just blessed us tremendously. You know what verse I just thought of? Um, that one verse, uh, be still and know that I am God. Yes. Oh, I love that. You got to be still sometimes and just know mm-hmm. he's on the throne He's Absolutely. working out his eternal purpose. We want it like now. I mean, you know, yes. <laughs> all, all of us that are listening. Lord, I'm praying right now. Let's do it. I would like an answer Come as soon on. as I'm done. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it takes years. Sometimes yeah. it takes months. But sometimes we just got to find ourselves and being still and knowing that he is God. He's in control. Mm-hmm. And we know that all things work together for good for those that love God according to his purpose. Amen. If we have a relationship with God, which we do. Yes. He's working all things together for good for those that love him according to his eternal purpose. Amen to that. Amazing. That was beautiful. Yes. <laughs> well, so we have about five minutes left until we get to the break. And See, I told you time was going to go by fast. <laughs> it goes by so fast. But it's good because wow. we still got another uh, 35 minutes. Yeah. So before we go to the break, how in the heck did you get into this whole X Factor <laughs> thing on TV? Oh, wow. Oh, my goodness. Long story. <laughs> so, um, like I said, when I was 12 years old, um, I got a music production in L.A., me, sorry, music production deal in L.A., and I went out there, and um, I had years of experience, you know, recording my own music, writing, um, kind of gaining a lot of knowledge about the industry, and I'm um, working with different producers and writers, and then um, when I was 18, wow. I'm 23 now. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Crazy. You're so old. I can't believe it. <laughs> I'm so old, y'all. Where's my cane? I'm just kidding. Um, when I was 18, um, my parents, my mom had heard about the X Factor coming to um, Texas, coming to Austin. Right. And I actually watched the first season because I was a huge fan of Simon Cowell. Like, who isn't? I mean, he's like, he's totally a legend and um, just so respected and so smart he's a genius um and he he definitely knows talent so i watched the first season of x factor and then um they were holding auditions for the second season and they uh, my mom told me she's like hey you know x factor is coming to austin which is only like an hour 15 from san antonio why not and um she's like hey mama you know i think you should really do it you should really consider it you know simon's gonna be you know, he's one of the judges and, you know, it was a great show last year. And um, why not? You know, and I was just at the very thought of it. I was like, no, like, I don't no, I don't want to go through a reality show. I don't want to. Um, I just don't want to do this, you know, because I I'm doing my own thing right now. And um, I just don't want to. And my mom, you know what's amazing about her? She has really incredible instincts. Like, she will feel something and it'll come true. Like, seriously, it's really, really incredible. She has that that gift from God. And she just told me, she's like, huh? oh, yeah, absolutely. And she 
you know, kept encouraging me. And she's like, Mama, I really, I really think you should do this. I really do. And I'm like, I don't want to, but you know what? Fine. I'll just, I'll give it a shot, whatever. Um, <laughs> but you know her, she just knows what she's talking about. Yeah. Like she has these incredible maternal, um, godly instincts because she felt like something good was going to come out of it. And I was like, okay, mom, you know, I'll just, I'll just trust you, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, so I auditioned, but I sent in a video submission. Um, so, you know, you sing a song and you answer questions from Simon, you know, they have like a mock-up, uh, you know, questions and stuff. <laughs> and then um, I remember being in my room, locked up for hours doing this audition. And, you know, you could obviously redo your audition. Yeah. And I kept doing it. I was so frustrated. And I remember my parents were at Costco and I missed Costco and I was... <laughs> It's so silly. I was really upset because I wanted to go with them. It's funny. Um, so anyways, I was locked up in my room for hours auditioning and, and you know, saying whatever my answer was and, and singing my song. And I remember just being frustrated and I just felt like I just wasn't getting it. And I just prayed. I was like, you know what, God? I love you. <laughs> I was like, Lord, please, um, if this is meant for me, please open the door. And if not, please close the door. God, please close the door. <laughs> Basically talking like, to the God of the universe right. and saying, I love you, whatever, thy will be done. Yeah. Um, but I, I remember specifically, I, I was, it was funny because I was like, Lord, just, you, you can close the door if you want. Like, I was kind of trying to persuade him. How funny, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we but, all do that sometimes. Right, yeah. Because I just didn't want to do it. But I remember saying, I was like, Lord, it's, it's, really, it's really your will. Yeah. And then um, finally I got the take I wanted and I pressed send. And I did it. We're going to stop there. Oh. Because we're going to go to break. Okay. So it's about to go down. Oh, we'll see what happens. You push send and it's off. Yep. <laughs> that's a good, that's a good sound. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I'm with uh, Ali Brooke from Fifth Harmony. We're going to be back after the break. If you, uh, if you aren't familiar with the Whosoever's movement, you could uh, go to thewhosoevers.com. We do high school tours. We, oh, it's break. Oh. We'll get back to that after. See you in two minutes. More of the Ryan Reese Show coming up. Post your questions at Ryan Reese on his Instagram, Twitter, and or Facebook. Hi, I'm Rebecca Scott. As a servant of God, wife, and mother of four, I understand the juggle of multiple roles and stages. That's why I created the Encourager podcast to help guide us through the messy middle stage of life. Join me on the Encourager as we challenge the chaos and embrace harmony. Together, we'll create practical systems to balance your roles and fulfill priorities. And we will do it while having joy and energy for both home and work life. Tune in for inspiring stories and interviews, actionable tips, and methods to do both home and work life. Because here, we believe you can do all things, just not all at once. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. 
Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. the Ryan Reese show. We're back in studio. I got um, Allie Brooke from Fifth Harmony. Hi, everybody. Thank you for being here again. This is just totally thank awesome. You. Oh my gosh, this is a gift to me. So thank you so much, Ryan, for having me. Love it. Love it. We're, and we're going to talk a little bit more. Right now we're in the place where you're about to go to X Factor. Ooh. But I love the fact that the story is going to end with you uh, receiving um, VMA award <laughs> on MTV. Isn't that Two. crazy? That's, that's huge time. Oh like right gosh. now, you, you're like, you guys are like mm. on top of the world. I know. That's as big as it gets. That's crazy. It's really, it's something that's hard to fathom for me, but it's just like, it's really, truly unbelievable. Thank you. When I saw you guys on, because <laughs> me and my niece, we were watching it. Okay. And we saw you guys and we're like, oh my gosh, they won. I know. This is insane. This is insane. insane. Right. Insane. You have that moment where you're just like, this is insane. And they didn't tell you, didn't know, and you're just no. like, Fifth <laughs> Harmony. You know, it's funny. <laughs> we thought we were so confident we weren't going to win because the camera wasn't on us. And usually when the camera's on you, mm-hmm. it's kind of a giveaway like, oh, you know, we're going to see their reaction up in center or front and center. Um, but I remember Normani's literally by me. She's like, we're not going to win. The camera's not on us. And I'm like, dang, yeah, you're right. <laughs> then we won. Well, and it was like, ah, oh. oh, awesome. So incredible. Well, we got to we gotta get on that journey. You got to take us there. So right now, okay. before we went to the break, yes. you, were, you were trying out for X Factor, the TV show. You practiced your song. You answered mm-hmm. the questions for Simon Cowell. Yeah, on- online. 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 And then you pushed send. Then I pushed send. And, uh, you know, prior to this, I... I, I was reluctant to do it. And I, I said a prayer. I said, God, if it's in your will, then um, let it be done. Open the door if you want to open, close if you want it closed. Mm-hmm. Literally, I think it was five days. I have to double check on the days. But um, just days after I had sent my audition, I received an email on um, my phone. And I was just looking and I'm like, wait, what? It said X Factor Audition. And I literally, my heart stopped. I was like, wait, what? And then one of the producers said, hi, could you please um, give me a call or whatever? And um, I called her. And um, then I found out I made it to. Yeah, uh, I was like, wait, what? (laughs) I I had no idea what was going on. I was like, I remember my dad was cutting the grass. And I was like, dad, dad, mom, 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 I just got an email back. Oh, my gosh. And my dad was like, what, what, what's up? <laughs> he was good in the grass. And then I was like, dad, dad, I, I'm like shaking. I'm like, dad, I just got this email, whatever. And so anyways, um, then 
I find out that I made it to audition in front of Simon Cowell, Britney Spears, oh L.A. Reid, and Demi Lovato in Austin, Texas. And I, you do not understand, my whole world just shifted. Mm-hmm. And this was in 2012. My, my whole world shifted. I felt like... There's this feeling that I can't describe. I was so happy, excited, nervous, and in shock. So I couldn't believe it. Um, and I was preparing for my audition. You know, I obviously, you know, went over songs with my family. And um, I had some other family members come over. And yeah. it was between um, a few songs. And one of those songs was um, a Christian song called On My Knees by Jackie Velasquez which is a beautiful, beautiful Christian song. So one of the songs that try out on X Factor on mainstream TV, you have a worship song. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Most Christians wouldn't probably do that and take the chance of singing a song that no one knows. I, I did it. You know, I just felt it. And that, that song was really special to me. Mm-hmm. It carried me through a bunch of events in my life. And that was one of the first songs that I ever sang. Um, and I was just like, you know what? Why not? And I remember being in the, the living room with my family going over songs and singing them. <laughs> and then we prayed about it and they're like, Ali, that's 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 the one. That's it's it. just so clear. And we decided literally the night before. And then we drove up to Austin, Texas and audition in front of them. And oh, oh my gosh. I have to tell you something before that. Go for it. Dang it. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Before this whole journey, I actually had a dream. And I think this mm. was like when my mom told me that X Factor was coming or whatever. But I had not decided that I was auditioning or anything. Um, And I had a dream that I was auditioning in front of the judges and that I got all four yeses and a standing ovation. And I had tears in my eyes. And I had a dream that um, Britney Spears had tears too. And um, it was an incredible dream that gave me chills. And it it was... it's chilling. Like, you know, like when you have a dream from God, because there, there's dreams that come from God that are part of, you know, Absolutely. the gifts. You know when it's one of those dreams. You know. And this was one of them. This was one of them. And I I woke up and I was like, wow, that was that was incredible. That was like astounding. That that wasn't just any regular dream. That was like, how do you say? Divine. Engraved in my oh, yeah, brain. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, divine. Uh-huh. It, it was just like unbelievable. And then... But that was before I had decided to audition or anything. Right. And then finally, you know, I did audition and ended up getting four yeses from all the judges. And it was like one of the greatest moments of my so life. So basically that dream came to life. That dream came true. And it was like, that I just is get like, cra- I know, that's butterflies so and chills thinking about it right now. It was crazy. And think about this. <laughs> you sing that song. And it's a worship song. Yeah. And now that's through. I mean, who? How many millions of people? Yeah. Saw that through TV, and not only that, the witness just sing that song, even to Britney, and all of them. Absolutely. That's the holy. That is the Holy mm-hmm. Ghost. The Holy Ghost showed up on mainstream TV. Yeah. Amazing. It was really, truly, like I said, one of the greatest moments of my life. And what was okay? What was crazy was my audition was actually edited. Okay, um, and I had a hard time with that because they, you know, TV, they want to edit it however they want to yeah, edit it for drama or whatever. Yeah. And um, they edited me to make me look like somebody I was not, you know, somebody who was um, in it for the wrong reasons. And, and, you know, it just didn't look like me yeah. the way they edited it. They and, do that, though. 
Yeah, and I did not know that I was so like new to the TV world. That, that I, ha- I didn't hey, know that happens even when you do uh, when people do uh, radio interviews. Yeah, or not radio interviews. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, like magazine. When you, when oh you, when oh you, yeah, oh yeah. Everything Definitely. comes out in print. <laughs> yep. That I've ever done is totally wrong. It's different. I'm like, yeah. what? Totally. And I was so it. upset. And because on my audition, I talked about my being a preemie. Yeah. I talked about my mom. And they didn't use that. And I was so upset. I was so upset because they portrayed wrong. And they per- portrayed the audition wrong, too. They, like, Simon wasn't annoyed. The judges weren't annoyed. Yeah. They didn't roll their eyes. Like, my family was there backstage watching all the monitors. Yeah. That didn't happen. Simon, the whole room was just like, in awe and they were just you know engaged in what was going on and what I was singing and um, I didn't stop singing because I was so I felt the song so much I felt the spirit so much that I just kept on singing for him because they cut the music off and um, I just kept on singing for the Lord and I felt it and then of course, you know, Simon is like, okay, Allie, or whatever. But it was it was in a funny way. It wasn't a nice way. It wasn't in an annoyed way. So yeah, I just totally. wanted to put that out there. Simon that and them. awesome. They loved it and they had a good time. It wasn't like they edited it. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> they made that's, the way, that's the way media does. Totally. I mean, they, they're always up to yeah. something. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So then what happens after this? You get You get picked. Oh, gosh. Yes. I get, you know, I get four yeses. I feel... You know, the questionnaire, whatever that they have to fill up. And then um, I wait for the boot camp round. So boot camp round is um, when we went to uh, Miami Mm -hmm. and you go through a week of literal boot camp. You know, you singing for your life pretty much. Every day is a new battle. Um, And I had made it to the very last round. And, um, you know, going through all that. And I was, by the way, I was by myself. Mm -hmm. I had just turned 19 at the time yeah okay uh, when I did my audition I was 18 in front of the judges but when I um when I was at boot camp I was 19 so I had gone through all the rounds by myself because I could not have a parent there so I had to literally go through the fire alone um and then uh, I made it and then they brought us all to the stage and they called my name and I was incredibly nervous because this was the round before um judges homes which means that's the final round like mm-hmm. if you made it to judges homes that's before you go to the live show so i went on the stage and called my name i was very nervous and excited and oh, yeah this is like the this is the news that you, you either excel in the competition or you don't and i did not excel they told me that i didn't make it and i just my heart was crushed my heart was devastated i was crying so hard like a baby and of course uh. they put it on tv um, there's a section. <laughs> they didn't edit that part, did they? <laughs> they didn't edit that part. No, of course not. <laughs> and, um, I was wearing my glasses and my little outfit and I was like, I was sniffling and had the super red nose. Cause that's what happens when I cry. I, have a, I get a red nose and I was just like, I guess I'm, I'm just not what they're looking for. And I was just so devastated. But then the producers, um, have us in this room or this area and they're like, Okay, attention everybody, we need your attention. Um, the judges like to see the following people back. And they called my name. And I do not do not know what to think. I'm like, oh my gosh, like am I going to maybe sing again for another spot? Or am I going through, you know, as a solo round? But there is a rapper here, one of my rapper friends, um, Lyric the Queen. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm like, what if we're in a rap group together? What if they want? I had no idea what was going on. So finally, we go on the stage. And Simon's like... 
Ali, go over there. And, you know, they rearrange us. And then finally, um, he says, he looks at us and I'm with the other four girls. Um, and he's like, all right, y'all, look at yourselves, look around you. <laughs> and then he's like, you've made it to the, you're going to judges homes as a group. And I remember I literally jumped so high and I was just screaming um, in excitement. And I just couldn't believe it. And I was like, whoa, but there's another part of it. Like, you're going through in the competition, but as a group. So it was a, a shock and it was an, an adjustment, you know? A group, what? Um, anyways, uh, it was, I remember being on the phone with my mom um, after that happened. I'm like, mom, they called us back and I made it as, as a group. And she's like, oh my gosh, like, Ali, wow, that's amazing. Look, like, this group could be really something fantastic could be really special you never know what's gonna happen Mm -hmm. so mother instinct again mother instinct again and so we i go through the competition and we end and uh, we ended up uh winning third place in Mm -hmm. in the finale Mm -hmm. then we got signed afterwards to psycho and epic records all right that's and then we went on our journey as fifth harmony post x factor how many how many years has fifth harmony been around four years it was four years july 27th Four years, and you guys are now... 727. You guys are playing at uh, the Irvine Amphitheater, and that's a huge venue in Orange County. I know. it's, it's so, And oh. you just got one of the uh, VMAs, two awards. Uh, you guys are blowing... I want to say blown up? Blowing up? Keep blowing <laughs> up? I don't know. It's, it's You guys are excelling? Thank you. God's, um, God's, God's doing stuff? Absolutely. I mean... It's remarkable to just look back at everything we've gone through. I mean, even post-X Factor was a challenge. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't know how, what's going to happen to you. You don't know if the real world's going to take you seriously. You don't know if we're going to just continue together as a group. You don't know what's going to happen. But we decided to continue on as a group. And um, our fan base, I want to give them a huge shout-out. Mm-hmm. They stuck with us um, since X factor and they've grown with us. And, um, the fact that they stayed with us throughout everything was truly incredible. And to be here right now is is such a spectacular moment for me. Um, we've been through a lot, so this is unbelievable. When you were saying that, I thought about that one verse. Um, we walk by faith, not by sight. Yeah. You're walking by faith. You don't know where you're going, (laughs) but then that song keeps ringing in my head. I'm gonna let my little light shine. So here you are. You're let your little light shine. You're in the mainstream. Why Why do you think it's important? Because I know I've talked to you before, um, but you think it's important for you to let your light shine, to be in the mm-hmm. mainstream music industry. Mm-hmm. Why do you think it's important and how do you think it affects the fans? I, ooh, I, the, the fans, you know, receive it. I definitely, well, I mean, I kind of always knew that I wanted to um, be in this industry from a young age. Mm-hmm. And I I love Jesus and I love God and I love singing worship music too, but I've always felt called in this industry. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's so important because I'm experiencing the industry every single day and it has its beautiful highs and it has, you know, it's, it's, it's glamour and it's glitz and it's, you know, awards and everything, but it does have its, its dark side. I've mm-hmm. seen it. I've experienced it. I've lived it. And I think for me, it is so important because I I feel called to let my light shine mm-hmm. and let God's light shine here because 
this industry does have a lot of darkness. You know, like I was saying earlier, I've seen it, I've witnessed it, and it's really scary. But I want to be that light in this in this industry as much as I can. I want people and our fans to know that God loves you and Jesus loves you. And you don't have to just be in the church. And you can be in the church if you want. You can, you can wherever you feel God is calling you, you can be. But it's not limited is what I want people to know, yeah. people to take away from this. And maybe people who are who are questioning themselves saying i don't know am i am i good enough to be loved by god or am i am i i, I live this lifestyle god can't love me that is so not true not true god loves you no matter what mm. and he just wants to protect you he wants to be your father and he wants to just share his love with you that's what i love about him and he led me to this point in my life and um, he's going to continue to just lead me in my life. And I just want people to know that amongst anything else is that God loves you no matter who you are, no matter where you come from. Yeah, there's a lot of fans that, um, that you know, I know you've had contact with fans that, that contact you that are maybe dealing with suicidal mm-hmm. thoughts or cutting or maybe broken homes, bad relationships, yes. homosexuality. I mean, it goes on and on and on. What um what, what do you have to say to, to any of them or what are some oh cool com- what are some cool like testimonies that you've had talking to kids I don't know well it's pretty um, remarkable because you know we do have fans who who are brave enough to share their stories with mm-hmm. us and 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 to be so vulnerable to you know people that they're maybe meeting for the first time or people who we've formed friendships with or relationships mm-hmm. with is something that I take so. Um, I don't take lightly, you know, and um, we've had stories, you know, they've come up to us saying like, hey, I just want to let you know, this is the first time I'm saying this, but I'm gay, you know, or I just want to let you know that I struggled with depression. I've struggled with um, self-acceptance, but because of you, because of you guys, I have learned to accept myself and I'm happy again. I stopped cutting and I'm just like, you know, just imagine if I wasn't, if I wasn't here, mm. you know, if I decided to do something else, maybe you wouldn't have, you know. wouldn't have these conversations. Yeah. Maybe I wouldn't these have kids. these conversations. Or God put you here to have these conversations. Exactly. And that's what kind of reaffirms that I meant to be here yeah. is, is, you know, kind of hearing these stories and even, you know, what is something so beautiful too, is that people come up to me and they're like, Ellie, because of you, you know, I've gone to church or because of you like my faith has grown stronger thank you so much for being outspoken about your faith and and you are you are yeah in the mainstream yeah in the mainstream Mm -hmm. for sure and Mm -hmm. i i'm just so grateful for those moments and i'm like god thank you so much for bringing me here you know um like i said i just want to be a light jesus told uh told his disciples and he tells us before he went to heaven he, he gave the great commission go out to judea go out to Samaria and to the ends of the earth, you know, and, and, and baptize people yes. in, the, in the name of the Holy Spirit. But it's awesome because um, you're literally doing that. You're going to the ends of the earth. You're traveling all over the world. Yeah. And with social media, I mean, I, I saw your social media. I think you had like over 2 million people. You got this huge platform. Yeah, um, and that plus you have just the people that don't follow you that, that listen to the music and, and read your interviews and YouTube and all that. I mean, you have such big reach. You literally are this this little five foot light shining <laughs> in this dark world. Thank you. And the reach that God's used with technology is just in, in, insane. 
Absolutely. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, and, you know, that's what's something, uh, something that is so, how do you say, special and unique about social media nowadays is that... The reach. Yeah, the reach is, is really, there's no ends. There's no limit to how many people you can reach. And um, it's also very instant. You know, so I can go through, you know, my DMs, which are like messages within yeah. Twitter. <laughs> yeah. um, and, oh, and I can talk to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And or, you know, on Instagram, the comments or or I can just reply to a tweet, you know, and it can change someone's life. And that's um, something that I am just it just fills me up, you know, and something that I I just take with pride for sure. And I'm and, um, grateful to be in this position. Amazing. Well, I know we have a few, probably like five more minutes left, but you are involved with a nonprofit organization. Oh, yes. March of Dimes. Oh, my gosh. What is that? March of Dimes is an organization um, that helps premature babies like me. Mm -hmm. And I am um, an ambassador for them. Mm -hmm. And it's just so fantastic for me to be an ambassador for them because I was a premature baby myself. I know what my family went through. I know what I went through, you know, fighting as a little baby. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm able to to help people through this organization. And this organization provides research for um, these these babies and provides care for the family, um, provides help for the families in the, in the NICU. I mean, it's endless. It is. Just to back up what you're saying, because we were in the NICU for two only two months, mm-hmm. but when they come out, Earlier, like 26, I mean, your parents were in the NICU. You were in the NICU for months. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it is crazy and people need a lot of help when they're going through that. Absolutely. And you, yeah, I mean, first of all, you just need someone to talk to, Mm -hmm. you know, someone to help you and, and you need somebody to, to be there to, to back you up and, and to provide for you, you know, and that's what March of Dimes does. They're there for these families. And that is so important. You know, I don't know what my family would have done without March of Dimes and without the research, you know, and I'm, I'm just so grateful for them and, and to be, to be a part of such a truly fantastic organization that helped me. And now I'm able to help Babies and families like me and like mine. And there's those those NICUs are full. I mean, there's babies yeah. coming in and out of there all the time. Where do they, where, so where do they find this? Is there like a website or a social? Yes, or yes. You can just go to margeofdimes.org. Um, you can uh, contribute in any way. You could help volunteer. You can even write um, a message of hope on their wall. Uh, you That's can do cool. so much. That is incredible. Yeah. Well, there we've we've covered a lot of ground. Well, okay, here here's something just a, out of the air. You know. <laughs> what what's what's your plan um, later on in life? What do you see? Do you have like a long term plan? Ooh, um, well, I mean, there's definitely a lot of different passions of mine that I want to explore. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think obviously right now, of course, my my main focus and priority is the group. Yeah, yeah of course. And uh, I'd love I want to work on my on music and I want to explore acting and um, I love to bake as well so do something in the culinary arts they do like baking wars or something right? yeah you can start like a, a, new, a new show <laughs> I know that would be amazing um, and Monet will go with you <laughs> yes you should I also love to come up with concepts and ideas yeah um, so like I love to come up with different like scripts or different um skits or sketches and and hopefully to kind of bring that fully to life one day i do have a character right now her name is yolanda um which the fans know about her 
Um, she's this this funny, crazy um, girl from New Jersey who's really from London, but she has this crazy accent, and um, she's just hilarious and she's funny and um, very like off the cuff, and yeah. she knows what she wants and she just wants to bring love and laughter to people. Amazing. And I've been able to do a few videos and put those online, but I also have more characters that I want to bring to life as well. Um, I just have a lot of different passions. Yeah, sure. you have a lot of stuff going on. You're not, you, you get, it sounds like you got a lot of options. Yeah, but right now I'm just really enjoying being in the group and, yeah. and um, having fun with my girls as, as much as I can. Mm-hmm. You know, I love it. I, I love the group. Where are you guys off to? What's What, what tour? Because you? you're ending one tour right now. Yes, we're what's going, next? next is we're going to Mexico and then we're going to Europe for a European tour. Um, so... Oh my gosh, it's going to be incredible. We're going to Paris and a bunch of other different um, cities. And it's going to be really, really beautiful. I mean, Europe is, oh, it's so beautiful, especially in the fall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm so excited about that. That's going to be incredible. Mm-hmm. We're going to be doing a lot of traveling, which is nice. And then, you know, our schedule gets filled up as we go. And yeah. so we'll see what else pops up. You got you guys were what what show were you on? You were on some big TV show recently when you when because you, your album one of your songs went like number one in the nation and you guys were doing the today not today show. Oh, I think it was yeah the today. Was show? it today show? Yeah, the today show. Uh huh. Dude, that's incredible. All that, that stuff. Oh, that was so fun. You get up really early. You have to get up at like one a.m. That- uh, I know. Well, because we're five girls and we need hair and makeup. Oh my so, gosh! Yep. You, trust me, I've I've seen it. <laughs> They spend most of the time doing the hair and makeup for these shows. Well, thank you for being on the show. Thank you so much for having me. I I love you, Ryan. I appreciate you. You're a friend. Friend for life. Yes. And I'm just so grateful. Thank you. And thanks to everybody listening. Thanks to our harmonizers and our fans for everything you've done. You've changed my life. And um, I'm grateful to have influence on yours. So thank you to everybody out there. I love you. And we'll see you guys next week. See you next week. This has been The Ryan Reese Show. To connect and find out more about Ryan, click on ryan-reese.com. Check us out next Saturday at 9 p.m. for The Ryan Reese Show. This is Dr. Doug Grotheis, host of Truth Tribe, where we seek the truth through reason and evidence about what matters most. And we are not tribal since truth is for everyone. Please join me at the Truth Tribe as I discuss the reasons for Christian faith, the Christian worldview, and moral issues such as abortion and gender ideology. To listen now, go to lifeaudio.com or search Truth Tribe on your favorite podcast app.